All right, and welcome back to the show. This is HPR. I'm joined with Jake and Kate for episode 30, what did we say, 4? 34, 39 oh on iTunes. We literally just spent the last minute trying to figure out what episode we were on from 39 <laughs> to 32 to 36, and, and then I he goes, 34. <laughs> I immediately hit record, and he goes, wait, which one are we on? As soon as he had said 34 before we recorded. All right. If you have kids, this is not the episode for them. It's the Rule 34 episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. Not really. <laughs> iTunes don't, don't make us. <laughs> don't demonetize us. <laughs> uh, we don't make money anyway. No. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, but we make memories. There's a lot of news that's come out since the last time I recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, is E3 still live or did that just wrap? That ended, uh, yeah, that ended over the weekend? Or, yeah, or Sunday. The, they, Sunday or Monday. It was weird because they had the... the Jeff Keighley's, I think, video game conference or something like that. Mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley hosted something, and then E3 happened right after. Right. Because the Jeff Keighley one, they announced uh, the next From Software, Elden, Elden Ring, which is basically Dark Souls 4. Okay. Um, hyped for. <laughs> it, it doesn't make for good radio, but Q is fully correct. Absolutely. Full mass. <laughs> He's Ugh. currently lifting my desk off the table. <laughs> Ladies? I could lean forward and still be upright. <laughs> back to basically a tripod. <laughs> call back to the girls next door. Hey. But I understand. Um, we've seen a lot of things come out of this. Uh, for me, especially Battlefield twenty forty two, yep. looked outstanding. Like they are just flexing what a phys- physics engine is capable of in twenty twenty one. That trailer was great as well. Do you, do you know the part where he jumps out of the plane? Yeah, that, that's a that's a real to, thing that happened yeah, in real life on Battlefield four. It's so cool. Yeah, and the other one is actually the uh, ATV being shot off the roof. Yeah. is actually another one oh. that really happened. Uh, oh, it just ended yesterday. Sorry. Okay, yeah. I, I was thinking... June 15th to the time date. There was still some stuff going on yesterday, but I didn't know if it was just news that was no longer embargoed. It was Nintendo, Nintendo stuff. Ah. Do you love Nintendo? Yes. I don't think fans. they've brought anything forward. Of course. No, I, think I really thought they were going to drop a Nintendo Switch 2 or a Nintendo Switch Pro. Yeah. You know, some... Forwarding of the console itself, they'll they'll probably save it for a Nintendo Direct or something like that. But save mm-hmm. thing. They they even they came with literally nothing. They came with like we're not going to tell you the next Breath of the Wild uh, game's name. Really? Give things away. Yeah. <laughs> so Breath of the Wild Two is still Breath, Breath of the Wild, Wild Two. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> still one from your catalog. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else that jumped out at you? Um. There's. There was a bunch of stuff announced, but no, I can't think of anything that really got me super excited. I'm very excited to be disappointed by Bethesda's next launch. Starfield looks very good. It does. Hopefully Microsoft will make them make it not as buggy mm-hmm. on launch. And Halo Infinite, they, uh, the graphics update from yeah. the prior year's teaser trailer was... Actually, that's not true, because the teaser trailer looked outstanding. Yeah. And when they woke Chief up, the actual gameplay footage looked like shit. Oh, it looked like dog trash. Um, and it has come by far and away what I would consider well enough to like give it an already like a stamp of approval. I'm not. I don't believe in pre-ordering. I don't pre-order anything. Yeah, don't pre-order things. Um, don't give people your money until you have a problem. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, did you see the? Um, they made an announcement about uh, they dropped some sort of trailer with the new um, original soundtrack for. What is that game that's like 20 years old that's still in development? Star Citizen. Oh, Star Citizen, right. Yes. Yeah, the thing that's... They, they dropped an original soundtrack oh for it. Oh, my God. 
apparently still incredibly buggy. Uh, someone showed like a recent up patch update. They dropped something on the floor in their ship and then glitched through the world and died. <laughs> so, doing great. So basically, it, it's uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Okay, this was on one of the episodes where me and Q just tagged in and talked video games. This game has been in development for 11 years. They've raised stupid amount of money. Yeah, like millions of dollars. And have literally got like nothing to show for yeah. it. Besides a soundtrack and a very buggy game. <laughs> and, be, and yet, we've been trying to get money for Critical Role to make an anime. And we've yet to do that. Interesting where people spending their money these days. Yeah. <laughs> Take notes, people. Um, I'm trying to think. There was something else that jumped out at me. You um, can tell I'm not a big video gamer in the new days. I stick with my GameCube, and if it's not relevant to the GameCube, I don't know what's going on. There is a lot of stuff coming out with um, retro gaming. <gasps> um, Ooh, that. Now, see, that, that resonates with me. But that's far more, like, gray market stuff because it's still, like... Nintendo gets very litigious with it, yeah. which they have to be. Um, yeah, because it's a certain niche. Because they're not going to do it themselves. No, no, no. If Nintendo's not litigious with it and doesn't defend their properties, somebody could come along later and say, well, Mar Mario has now become public domain because you didn't get litigious with it yeah. early on. So they literally, because the way the U.S. law in most law well, in a lot of countries works, uh, except for China, where they just steal it anyway. But, point is... Um, <laughs> That if you don't defend your properties, they then become public domain, which is basically how we have access to all of classic literature works, and the estates of those families do not make a dime on them anymore. Yep. Mm. Uh, fun times. Woo! Ba -da -dun -da -dun -da. Um, you got anything else for E3? Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, I, I feel like we're missing something. Yeah. <laughs> I think last time we were talking about like where was God of War and other stuff going to go, God of War was going to both PS4 and PS5. So yeah, yes. I'm happy there. We might yeah, have talked yeah. about that last time. I couldn't remember. I think we talked about that in between episodes okay. off mic. Um, Apple also had a uh, launch since we've yeah. last talked. Um, they're dropping a new iOS that I'm pretty sure will brick every device I own. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you have is, is thrown in the trash. Too old. <laughs> They, they hate you. To, Tech companies hate him. To, to give the uh, the audience a little feet, uh, insight, I'm rocking an iPhone 7 and an iPad mini 1, which the iPad mini already can't be updated to iOS 13, and my iPhone probably will be brick. If it goes off of prior updating schedules for, for older devices, this will be the iOS I can no longer download. Yep. Yeah, we uh, we found out earlier that he could not get uh, the Google Docs app on his iPad Mini. Yes, it's too old. Which we use for our rundown, so I had to f download it, send it to my email. <laughs> it's it's a great time. It's a hot mess, ladies and gentlemen. And I refuse to fix any of it because it's the world that should change on me. Absolutely, <laughs> stands firm in your beliefs. Besides, he's spending all of his money on his kitchen. Yes, that is a catastrophe going on right now in my life. And we will be excited in three weeks when I'm no longer pulling my hair out. And we've dropped 20 pounds from uh, not eating or refusing to go get food. <laughs> truly was sitting in my condo the other day, and, or yesterday, mm -hmm. and was like, I don't have a kitchen. There's not a flat surface left in the whole place for me to make a few oh, no. It's like, And like, I, I, I had a date, Air 5 for myself. Nice. But I got home late, and it was like things were closing up. And so it was like, ah, if I like hustled, I could go get like Taco Bell or something. But I was like, I'll just go to bed hungry. <laughs> I'll just suffer. Not even like a, I don't have the money or time. It's the I don't have the energy. <laughs> that That's a whole nother level. Um, oh man. 
Yeah, so that's exciting. Things going on in our life. Um, I, yeah, I got my uh, last COVID shot, so I'm totally vaxxed. Ooh. Oh, nice. When yep. did you get that? Uh, Sunday. Were you... Uh, did you uh, have uh, side effects? Absolutely not. My Same. arm hurt a little bit, but that was about it. I got Same. Pfizer. Nice, guys. Uh, I, I got the other one. Moderna. 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 Shoot me up with that Johnson & Johnson. Give me the T-Virus. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, because the I like... Like, I, I took, like, a day off from work. I was, like, told everyone, was, like, hey, I'm getting a second vaccine. Like, my roommate was out on her ass. Like, a lot of people I know were just, like, flat out. So I was, like, I'm going to need this. And I woke up the next morning. I was, like, I feel fine. I'm trying to <laughs> I was, think. like, well. I think it was Burke Crusher hates needles and got the Johnson & Johnson after they were starting to disband it. Oh. Because he was, like, I'm not coming back for a second one. Yeah. I'm not coming back for a second no. one. No. I got to get it in one go. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, fair. I if mean, you didn't know about the Johnson & Johnson side effects, I'd be, like, yeah, yeah, one, one no, go. No, he knew. They were oh. taking it off the shelves, and he, he, was asking, he was asking doctors if they still had some around. Just what and done. You know what? Respect. I'm not a fan of needles. This I'm also might not be a Burt Crusher story. It might be another stand-up comedian. I've listened to so many darn podcasts. Oh, I think it might have been John Feinelberg. Ah, I can believe that from, as well. Yeah, from Barstool. Um, I don't have a problem. I don't like needles. I don't like watching when it happens. The first time they did it, it didn't feel anything. It was mm-hmm. like in and out, no problem. This last time when I was getting it, uh, I guess my arm wasn't as relaxed as it should be. She stuck the needle in my muscle spazzed. Oh, no. I was no. like, ow. <laughs> so now I'm just uh, walking around like, I hope I didn't ruin my arm. <laughs> um, Kit, you got anything going on in your life? Well, I just like how I'm also terrified of tattoos, and yet I'm getting two new tattoos next month. Terrified <laughs> of needles? I'm terrified of needles. Oh, yeah. it took four nurses to hold me down as a child. Oh, yeah. You said I'm, terrified of tattoos. And yet I have a tattoo, and I've already signed up yeah. to get two more next month. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, like, uh, main thing in my life is just uh, in the job world, but uh, we don't gotta get into that. And uh, yeah. There we go. And then I'm traveling to Nashville next week. Super pumped for that. Going back to my old stomping grounds from the College of Nashville. So, Nash Vegas, I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm very pumped for that. Oh, the sad thing is, like, I messaged my friend the other day. I was like, hey, like, I'm gonna be in Nashville. Like, I'm gonna come see you. And she's like, yeah, I moved to Austin today. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, this is not the only one I'm gonna go see. But I was like, son of a bitch. Um, but uh, yeah, pretty uh, going with the flow. So in Marvel news, mm-hmm. since we last recorded, Loki has dropped, and mm-hmm. episode two dropped yesterday. Today, today. So okay. it drops on Wednesdays. So, so yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I have not seen that yet, episode two yet, but we have seen episode one. I've seen two. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a no, bitch. We know you. <laughs> you probably saw it at one a.m. last night. I saw it uh, at the end, like. We're recording this at 7.15, for people wondering. I watched it at 6. So, yeah, we meet at 6.30, yeah. I watched it, like, on the way over, or right before <laughs> I came Somewhere in there, somewhere in that time. Just right. driving and watching. Well, listening at that point, but I'm safe on the road. I have heard from people who have seen episode two, who had screeners, that it really opens up and gets very exciting. Absolutely. I, so episode one, yeah. like, let's stick with... Non-spoiler territory. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna get back at Kate for Death Note. That's <laughs> uh, fine. Because I sip on my wine. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I don't know about you. I am already immediately so much more excited for this than I was for WandaVision Absolutely. or Captain America: Winter Soldier. Same. Right. I will agree with that. Yes. I will agree with that, and I think the big thing with that is because you have Wanda, you get her backstory a little bit. She mm-hmm. is basically a main character. That and same with Bucky. I think we. 
I don't know. You know so much less about them as characters overall. Yeah. There's not this attached. Like, we've been watching Tom yeah. Hiddleston on screen since 2010. Yeah, but what I'm getting yeah, at is with Loki. Nine or ten. Like, with Loki, he was painted a certain way in the MCU universe. Right. Like, especially with um, uh, Avengers, the first one. Like, and, like, the bad guy, and, you know, he brings the Turiel into New York, mm-hmm. which I did notice that. Like, they opened up the scene. With the ending shot from Avengers. Yes. Just without the uh, So this was actually the ending shot from Endgame, which is an ending shot from Yeah. It just all ties it back in. Yeah. It's it's just a... Yeah, it's an extended frame that we never see in 2012. But I feel like because all the movies that Loki's in, he's not the main character. He's like a main antagonist, but like in the Thor movies, it's focused on Thor. Yes. And Avengers is focused on the event, you know, so on and so forth. And the, what makes that so great is that, oh, what's Loki going to do next? We don't know. He's all oh, over yeah. the board. It's nice to, to have him as a main character and follow his train of thought with everything. To give some frame of reference, Kate has seen about the first 10 minutes and then fell asleep. Yep. I did. I did. <laughs> so it's been a long the, week, guys. I said, uh, I just wanted to clarify. Basically, Jake and I, I are both bitches in different ways. <laughs> but we're both bitches. <laughs> On opposite sides of the spectrum. <laughs> but we're both bitches. <laughs> just opposite sides of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, you uh, said you knew he was a bitch. I love getting called out for things. <laughs> I'm the spectrum. You uh, want to watch the second one? I got. I fell asleep. Yeah. But here's the thing. I, for the record, I did not fall asleep because it wasn't good. I was freaking exhausted and just I should not have started that late after mm-hmm. playing three hours of tennis. Oh, you trying to watch it though? Yeah. Give me a dominate though. We we made a good comeback. I definitely fell going for a ball he did. and still missed the ball. He did. Oh, he at did. One point. Oh, but the energy was, was immaculate. It was. Ratchet. It was while we were warming up. <laughs> but the energy oh, was no. immaculate. The effort I was putting into warming up was like French Open final round. You leave it yeah. all, on, all on the field the game unstarted yet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. But I do, pro- and I will say this on air for all to hear, I will be completely caught up by next week. Okay. I, I, like, I, I will, and if not, I will let them decide what they're going to do. Like, <laughs> like, I promise I will be caught up. Because uh, I really do want to watch it. It's just this personal week has just been all over the board. So, yeah. um, but I did try. I just fell asleep. I was tired. It. What's so the cat on my face? We see Owen Wilson in this. Yeah. I just love that's Owen Wilson. Yes. I just, I recently rewatched a Night at the Museum with, and like, I just am like, I just love that he's just. I, I don't think so I realized how broken his nose is. Oh, oh yeah. You know, it's it so is like, it's been broken three or four times. Oh yeah, but like the dent in it is even more prominent. Yeah. Like, uh, I, think, I think the older he gets, like most people, your skin's gonna get a little bit tighter slash looser, you know, kind of depending. Yeah, that's fair. Tighter in the wrong places and looser in the wrong places. And it's only going to look more prominent as time goes on. Yeah. Why hasn't he ever just gotten it fixed? I like that he ha- doesn't get it fixed. Like I respect the hell out of somebody who's in Hollywood around all those people who are plastic perfection and goes, fuck it, I like my nose. <laughs> Jillian Moore's never been it, touched either. If it doesn't impede his breathing, like, yeah. I, you know, that it goes with the obvious caveat. If he should get it fixed because yeah. it medically would be better. Yeah, then do it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, As one of the studies, it's like, no, I got my nose fixed because my deviated septum, not the ones who get no jaws. And they're like, no, no, I, I had a deviated septum. That's why my nose looks completely different. Like, no, that's <laughs> immediately. why. I, immediately. Uh, but Owen Wilson... Seamlessly flows into this cast. Oh, yeah. I also enjoy seamlessly that flows into the MCU as a whole with Absolutely. general tone. I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing him cross over with Guardians of the Galaxy potentially. That would be cool. Yeah, his just his level of banter seems like it fits really well with that yeah. group. 
Guardians of the Galaxy dropping, that was the E3 thing I meant to bring up, because oh, they don't yeah. have the property to Guardians of the Galaxy, so we're getting another Avengers it's, game where none of the yeah. characters look right. It's All right, just continue. a little off, yeah. I just appreciate, because Owen Wilson does have a reputation for playing some ridiculous characters in Hollywood, is playing a character named Mobius and Mobius. Yeah. Like, yes. I just like that the name in Owen Wilson, like, it, it just makes a whole different character if it could be. Like, if you're Mobius. just like... Which one was that? You think of Morbius? Mobius is Owen Wilson's character. Is what? Owen Wilson is Mobius. Mobius, okay. Mobius, Mobius, and Mobius. is, Mobius yeah. is the, the living vampire. The, yeah, Sony, the Sony problem. Look, yeah. superhero writers, okay. let's be real. We got Martha as the mom and like all of DC. We got all these M's over here. Like, yep. it's just. Mm-hmm. But I, like, if you were just told, hey, Owen Wilson is playing a character named Mobius and Mobius, you don't know what the plot is, you haven't read the comics, you'd be like, this is going to be a ridiculous fucking character. Yes. Yeah. And that just pleases me so much. I, I really, really enjoyed this the first episode of Loki. Oh, my God. That, just kind of breaking down, like, who are you as a person? And, right off the bat. and breaking Loki. Yes. Yeah. Like, there were, it was a tearjerker. I, I teared up a little. I but like, I also oh, cried at a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> what did you... Hmm? What did you cry at recently? You were telling me something. You were watching the... Oh, Castlevania. It was you. Yeah, yeah. The it was the end of, yeah. yeah. of Castlevania. I turned off. Oh. I did not outright cry on that one. Oh. Maybe we need healthier outlets. <laughs> therapy? Nah, d and No, yeah, absolutely. As one person who is in therapy, I don't cry at these things now. Rock I talk out of it. Illness. That's why I'm being cured DMs. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, D&D DMs. Not yeah. other DM. Dungeon Master people. We're not into other weird shit. What else would it be? Well, there's other dungeons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my brain, for once, my brain didn't go there. Hey, well, maybe because you told me your kitchen looks like a dungeon, and then I said, ooh, kinky, and you go, no, not that kind of dungeon. The other kind. You're focused yeah, on a dungeon. Mine looks like right the now. place they find bodies in Chronal Mines right now. Yikes. Ooh. <laughs> That's it's, cool. It looks so tough right now. Because they had tile down in the kitchen, yeah. and they pulled it up, and the original hardwoods are there. If they're too destroyed to use, which sucks. Oh, no. Uh, but they've got all this, like, lacquer and adhesive on them that they use to apply the tiles. Mm-hmm. And so it just looks... It, it just looks like the floor is, like, covered in, like, 10-year-old blessings. Oh, God. Like, it <laughs> Good. Is. Also, no offense, like, where you're located, probably. Nah, that area's never gotten sketchy in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of areas that have, and if you go 10 blocks south of me, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree disagree. Um, I do enjoy that <laughs> Stoutly disagree. That Loki <laughs> is directed by Kate Heron, who is a female also, director. She directs all of it. Also, he's executive producer on it. I love that. Good yeah. for you, Tom. Mm-hmm. You know, you went and auditioned for Thor, you got this role, and look what you've made of it. You've deserved this, sir. I also, I am still highly aroused by the time he showed up to Comic Con, lights went dark, and then he goes, You were meant to. In front of like the entire crowd, the lights off. I was like, ah! my high school self just was like, this is bisexual, just another level. I have no sort of sexual connotation to Tom. What? And what? you're wrong. What words were you saying? There? I don't know. I, I had a sentence I was starting, and then she caught me off guard, and then it just fell apart. It was a terrible bailout. Oh. It was like an 06 level bailout. Felix. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the Loki show just. It has a lot of ramifications for everything in the Marvel. That's what I was yeah. starting to oh. get. It, like, I, I imagine this ends with a Doctor Strange tie. I. But I think we're definitely going to see implications in whatever the next Spider-Man movie is. I think that this allows for the Doctor Strange and Spider-Man movies to happen. 
Okay, you don't you don't think that this sets up what then occurs in those two movies? I think it does. I think it absolutely will set it up. I think it will allow for it to even happen. Because okay. right now, like, for people that are watching Loki, you know that uh, everything is quote-unquote controlled by this perfect time stream or whatever. Yeah. The holy, I don't remember what they call it, but um, the perfect time stream that is everything that's happened in, in the MCU movies so far. It wasn't the Living Tribunal, was it? No. Uh, it's... I don't remember who. It, there's some timekeepers. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what they are. Is, the is it just the three timekeepers? Yeah. Yeah. They apparently control the timeline, um, <laughs> and they're trying to voice in on on the podcast. But uh, yeah, so that kind of means there's no free will in the MCU. Right. Everything is meant to happen. Right. And if it doesn't, then it's erased. I like the idea. This is all just conjecture. I like the idea that we see what phase of the MCU are we on four? Yeah. It's about to start. start uh, did it end with Far From Home or start? Ended with Far From Home. That was okay. kind of the epilogue for that. Of movie. Phase 3. Okay, so if Phase 4 movies start and it's Loki somehow breaks the universe and its free will becomes available... It, Which it, it makes sense because he literally yeah. is the god of chaos and mischief. Like, that would make perfect sense. It will, I, I picture... I'm trying to think. Did you guys watch Succession season two? No. Mm-hmm. You need to a because it is the best show for its respective year in 2019. I think. Um, but okay, I'm trying to think. Uh, did you guys watch Peaky Blinders? Yes. Yes. Oh, I watched okay. the season two. I win. Oh, uh, you know in Peaky Blinders where Thomas Shelby, uh, I'm trying to keep this vague. Everything goes his way, mm-hmm. and he's just sitting back, and he's like, and that's how it's done. Mm-hmm. I imagine that this is that's how this ends, with Loki breaking everything, and sitting back in his throne, and having an opportunity to go, and that's how this is done. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. I think, like, this, this the series ends with the perfect time stream being broken, and like, mm-hmm. there's just... Absolute fractures of the multiverse again. I'd be shocked if it didn't. Yeah. And then chaos. I might actually be excited if it didn't because that does seem like the obvious conclusion. Yeah, but it's kind of boring if they don't because then it's just like, oh, everything's about to happen. Now, imagine if you had Loki playing double agent though and you always kind of constantly knew. Yeah. Or if Loki was like subverting the time stream or something. Well, I mean, there's ways to play it. Honestly, you know what crossover I'd be so here for? What? Pirates of the Caribbean and Loki. I just feel like Jack Sparrow and Loki just, they both assume oh. the other one's double-crossing the other one, then they both, like, you know, like I just feel like they go back and forth. But if you saw in the opening scene, because I did, I did, oh, I was yeah. waiting for this part. Yeah. So, you know, when they open the drawer, there's all the freaking massive infinity stones. Mm-hmm. There's also a medallion, a cross, and it appears to be a dagger of some kind. Mm. So the internet has decided that that is the hint that they're bringing Dracula into the MCU. And as someone who loves spooky time and Dracula... They probably will bring Dracula into the MCU because there's a Blade movie. Slated. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And um, I don't know who they cast as Dracula, and but I am Wes- so here for it. Wesley Snipes will probably not be called back for the role. Absolutely, no. he will not. No. God, no. He was apparently no, no. a huge asshole on set, and there's a scene that famously they had to CGI his eyes open. His yeah. eyes open yes. because he refused to open them because he was such a dick. Oh, Back to your point, though, it is kind of cool that we pretty much are like moving forward, saying, "Yeah, the Infinity Stones, they're." Just desk weights. Don't worry about them. Mm-hmm. There's such bigger powers in the universe. Yeah. Yeah, these are inconsequential now. So it kind of amps up the, okay, so there is something bigger. To be I think but can you just it, imagine, like, Tony Stark, like, beyond the grave, you know, like, yeah, I think those are not a big deal. Like, you have to do all those things. Like, oh, oh well, imagine if we get to see Tony plucked out of time. You know what I think we're going to see plucked out of time? 
Captain America. Steve oh, Rogers. Oh, you think? 100%. Because who else has messed up the timeline more than anyone else? That'd be intriguing. The man who was frozen in time and popped up later, who then went back and put all the stones. He's seen, he's talked to his own personal self. He kicked his own ass. He's kicked his own ass. And he told his personal self that Bucky was alive. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a good He's absolutely Whoa, alive. that created a paradox. And absolutely. also. Because that's not information he knew. Technically, at the time. Yes. he closes it all by putting the stones back and closing those offshoot timelines. Because uh, he also yeah, said, yeah. he said, he told Hydra, he's like, I am part of Hail Hydra. Like, I'm. Like that would have, yeah. yeah. Which actually makes sense in the comic books because, like, there was that point where they're like Captain yeah, America. Yeah, people didn't like that for a bit. No, but it was a fun little moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's what I saw that coming. Um, yeah, I I think that also people thought they saw Peggy Carter in the first uh, episode. Peggy, like oh, in the really? background what somewhere. A she, uh, Loki pops into a hallway, and then behind him, two blurry people pop in. And one of them sort of looks, looks like, like Peggy, Peggy Carter, Carter. hair cut or whatever, but. Which I'm always yeah. like, oh, people just looking for that. Him as DB Cooper, outstanding move. Yes, as a reference. But I, I loved it. I thought it was going to come later on. Kind of a little wished it was more than just a bet between Thor and. Uh, I kind of like that it is. I mean, I'm fine. With I, it. I, I can see it great. being more fun to be something more. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't hate that. That is like what Asgardians did for Franks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also have the big drop at the end of that episode that a variant of Loki is the. Villain uh, is causing all the issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so. that's bury that lead. You get right? into that in episode two. Okay. I'm done. Let's move on to uh, my favorite movies being turned into a TV series, and mm. I'm hesitant about it. Lord of the Rings. Oh yes. Because uh, the War of the Rohirrim as an anime on Amazon Prime, where <laughs> somehow Jeff Bezos will have a Superman-like figure that is the villain. Yeah. Like, you understand, I misunderstood love Lord of the Rings. I have seen that movie more than any other series mm. ever. And there was literally a time we were playing a game, and it was questioned, like, how many times do you watch your favorite movie? I named my number, and everyone thought I was lying. Except for my roommates, like, no, she usually has it on in the background in, in our home. Like, I love Lord of the Rings, and the acting, Sir Ian McKellen, and The Hobbit was such a disappointment, which is sad, because the casting was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, Martin Freeman, like, he was Bilbo. Like, there was no other better choice for that. It's just the writing was rough. Yes. Oh, it's so rough. Written on the fly uh, by Peter Jackson in the middle. There should not have been a love story between the dwarf and the elf. Like, just there were just so many issues with that, and I just so for them to come in and be like, we're gonna make a TV series after the shit show that was The Hobbit. I'm just like, why mess with a good thing? I Stop like it. this. So this comes from source material that Tolkien has, mm-hmm. is what I've read. Because mm-hmm. when so them? no, there's 27 books that encompass all the lore okay. of Middle Earth. Um, and, um, they're, like, they're thick books, too. Like, each lore book that exists for it is... My phone was on airplane mode the whole time. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for interrupting you. We we weren't one phone call away from losing all that data. Absolutely not. 30 minutes in, easy fix. Each of, uh, the books for this source material are, like, 250 to 400 pages. Okay. So there's so, a lot from the work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is lo- like, I don't think they're in it. It's like all things. Stick to the source material, don't get too creative and piss people off. Yeah. Like a love story between the elf and the dwarf that made no sense whatsoever. Or CGI guys. And Orlando. Oh my god. And Orlando Bloom. Like, they made a love triangle. And it's like, why? Why do? I did like that they had Orlando Bloom and knockoff Orlando Bloom in the same movie, though. Oh, I know. It didn't get confusing <laughs> to me at all. <laughs> 
I like the idea of Orlando Bloom's character in The Hobbit, uh, just as an aside, as not as kind of being an asshole. Yeah. Because it makes like if those movies were better, it would have made him being an ally to all of the races of Middle Earth so much more of a satisfying like full circle arc. Absolutely. I will we, say we I do. Have the dinner the chat. Yes, my son does not like being left alone, and he was meowing at the door. He's quiet now. He just wants to be in the room with people. Um, but I will say I do like that they are planning on filming in New Zealand, and hopefully not trying to do as much green screen as they did with the Hobbit. This so is we're talking about two different things. Okay, yeah, yeah, because this is anime. anime. I know they're making a live action too. Oh, I for know. Amazon's upcoming Lord of the Rings was whole, they were supposed to go film in New Zealand, but then the immigration measures There's to protect a, the country. That's a show. Yeah, that's a TV show. You're talking about an animated movie. Okay. There's an animated well, movie coming only, out and a TV show. I have yeah. only heard about the animated movie then. I'm yeah. talking about the movie or the TV series that's going to come out. Okay. Um, it's made or it's going to be. Um, uh, oh no, in, I have heard about this TV show, just not in a while. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure it was even going to make it see the light of day. It's going to be an intimate series like Fleabag or The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, where it's going to be character-based stories that are not all the streaming service does or plans to do, like you know. Allegedly, the first episode date is 2021. Okay. I'm going to call... Bullshit. Uh, yeah. Bullshit, I don't know. I'm here for it if they can pull it off. They can pull it off, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's because like, they want to, but New Zealand has so many rules right now with travel and everything that he's just... It ain't happening. But you yeah. know, wait, wait a dream. Yeah. Um, I just... Stop messing with the good thing, guys. Like, the great... The original trilogy is amazing how for a reason. Do you think The Hobbit gets remade before Lord of the Rings does? Uh, I don't know. I don't... No, I think Lord of the Rings would get remade before The Hobbit does, because it's, Lord of the Rings is a a has a better uh, outlook on it. People like it more than The Hobbit. People would want a remake. I of think they do it all at once, like they did Lord of the Rings, where they filmed all three back to back to back and oh, then just God. released them differently. Yeah. Well, because with The Hobbit, you do have legless and stuff in it, yeah. and you know what? As great as Orlando Bloom is, you could tell the man's is, age, is and he's supposed to be in the past. In the books, though, I don't. I See, maybe he's not as big of a plot, but he makes a brief appearance to I tie think, it in. I, yeah, I don't think you truly really meet him as a ca- character uh, in the books beyond just, like, him being mentioned briefly Yeah. Um, when they go through Mark Wood. If they do it, if they did it all at once and made it, like, a four-movie thing where it's a Hobbit and then Ooh, Fellowship. yes. Yeah. That'd be a way to play. But I think they need to do it like they did the original trilogy, film it all at yeah. once yes, so it yes, all ties yes, in and it all looks correct. You might could pull off a two-year lead on doing The Hobbit first. Yeah. Purely because Bilbo yeah. and Legolas would be your only two crossover characters for exactly. the most part. And get some hype wrong for or something. But uh, yeah. we keep any of those goals. How do you have three Hobbit movies and don't figure out how to cram Tom Pompadil in there? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Who knows? Um, um, I don't see them doing it for a long time, honestly. Yeah. Long time in Hollywood, three years. Wow. <laughs> um, anything else that we want to touch on? Like, I, you know what? Well, I, do I didn't know. Hope. See, I didn't know they're making an animated series, and you didn't know they're making a live action. I'm like, why are we making two? Like, pick one. Uh, probably uh, what we were talking about earlier, copyright or whatever stuff mm-hmm. has gone away. That every, it's all open now, and the estate know, said, "Go for it. We yeah. want the money." Or you can have the money. I'm hoping they don't try and do too much Game of Thrones. Like, oh, you know they will. Part of the allure of the original Lord of the Rings is like that it was not this over-sexualized thing. Yeah. Like, it's probably the best high fantasy that isn't like oh, high fantasy. 
with a side of boob. Yeah. No, it's literally just all high with fantasy. A side boob. No side boob. <laughs> there is no boob. There is no side boob. The most boob we get is Elijah Wood's boob. Yes. And it's very Honestly, pale. Honestly, that might be 100% accurate. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can vouch. Yeah. You know that Legolas never speaks to Frodo in all three movies? I didn't, but I can believe uh, it. No, I mean, he, not I directly, mean, but he does say, you have my bow to Frodo in the first. But it's not like a full-on conversation. Yeah, he never has a single one-on-one conversation with him. No. And then he gives him the head nod at the end. when he's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of things, if we're done with Lord of the Rings, yeah. speaking of things that are coming back around for things that probably didn't need to happen... I can't wait for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series in 2022. Oh, Aha, I got my Star Wars thing in there. <laughs> it happened. Had to get that in. I'm very excited for it. It's four episodes. Ewan McGregor's been talking about it recently. And he was like, oh, I felt like a child going back on there. And it's all, they're doing it the way they did Mandalorian. So it's that weird circular screen. So it actually looks like you're on a set with things happening. Oh, cool. But it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we have got a cat who is just being the most disruptive right now. Yes. He's being perfectly silent. He's just trying to knock over every object in his path. Yeah. It's not like trying to knock it over. He just likes to smell and know what's going on. He's a very so- <laughs> My cat's basically a dog. He's very social. He'll be in your face. He'll give you licks. Oh, my God. Speaking of licks, so and speaking of a cat, and speaking of a cat, segue, um, the Harley Quinn series, Can Batman Eat Pussy? That is the question. <laughs> segue. If I go down that road, I'll never come back. <laughs> well, <laughs> I sent you that. Uh, you not listen no, I didn't listen to the audio. Oh, I if I bitch. may, to quote Cardi P, Cardi B, broke boys don't deserve no pussy. I know that's right, but Bruce Wayne, he got my, he not broke. He deserves pussy. Bruce Wayne, a selfish lover? I don't think so. <laughs> I love the DC's comment to the director on that being it, superheroes don't do that. They followed up with oh my, they followed up with uh, superheroes definitely do do that. They they can't do it for Batman because they sell toys to kids. So yes. you can't. But Harley like, Quinn I, I, is yeah, a series yeah, for adults. I get the, argu- I get the argument. Yeah, absolutely, for it. but they still sell Batman toys. So they can't. They're, the, it, Batman they IP make, is so precious. They're like, if we over sexualize this, some Batman has killed and will. done some other he shady kill. shit. He does he not does kill. That's the whole point. Except for in the movies, which are all wrong, but he doesn't kill. That's his whole point. He says some other fucked up stuff. It's fair, but he doesn't kill. Yeah. That's the whole thing. If they alienate the IP and prevent parents from being able to buy that stuff, it'll be just mm. tough. Yeah, it'd be real see. tough. But also, you know Catwoman is not going to be in a relationship with Batman if she's not getting pleased. They already have a, a whole comic page of Batman and Catwoman just geographically going, yeah. going at it. Going at it. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. That's a surfboard moment. All sorts of... But my yeah. favorite was, I saw, when I first heard about this, like I saw the... Uh, the article and it was like people are upset about the series because Batman I was like oh people are upset that they show this no no people are upset that they won't show it yeah that's yeah. what cracked me up I was like the well, internet has spoken yeah, I mean that's stop desensitizing things that's because the internet roots for chaos yeah quite frankly the internet, frank, frank, that, internet is absolutely that's probably a good indicator you shouldn't yeah it's absolutely <laughs> do it, a, do it. a vocal minority I think um, yes but I so I found out about it because someone posted a small clip from uh Batman Under the Red Hood, uh, where Batman's saying, uh, oh, no, that's not the line. Damn it. I thought I'd found the line. Uh, He says a line basically along the lines of, if I were to go down that road, I could never come back. Like, what is this this going on about? And it had, like, a weird caption on Twitter. I went down farther, and this popped up, like, Batman, can't eat Catwoman out. (laughs) Like, oh, 
He can't wow. eat a pussy's pussy. Yeah. Ugh. So it's uh, shall we segue into our main watch? Yes. We do not have a trash or not trash this week um, for various reasons. So the main event is going to be The Conjuring, and we are definitely going to get into spoiler territory. Q, were you able to get around? Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the Conjuring 3, to be specific. Yes. The just Devil Made Me Do It. Devil Made Me Do It. I found this fascinating just because I had never seen any of The Conjurings, and then Memorial Day weekend, I watched 1 and 2. So I was basically able to see all three for the first time, back to back, almost. I don't think I've ever actually seen the second one. And the I, second I one is so good and actually freaked me out. I think the second one is, most people claim, is better than the first. Agreed. Agreed. And the third is by far the worst horror movie um, from that yeah. perspective, but it's still a pretty good movie in its own right. I enjoyed the... What I love about The Conjurings is that they are based off true stories and they show like the actual families and they show the, recordings quote, at the quote. end I don't recommend quote, quote, well no 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 oh yeah yeah they're based they're I don't recommend loosely based into Ed and Lorraine Warren if you don't want oh. to feel bad about rooting on them yeah no 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 I'm not saying that there's like the movies how they did it or actually how it happened but there were real families that were involved that claimed that this all yeah, went I down mean, Ed and Lorraine Warren Famous yeah, yeah 100% my favorite is they make the Annabelle yeah. doll look so creepy in the series which is really a raggedy Ann doll but what I'm getting to is with this new one, the fact that a true, like, case in court happened where they said demon possession, mm-hmm. not plead insanity, guilty, innocent, demon possession. That's what I found so fascinating about all this. And I kind of wish they touched more on the court case instead of more about, like, who you know, possessed him. I have thought about the ad nauseum in my head, and I've gone back and forth. I'm like, man, it'd be cool if we saw the court case be a real boring horror movie if it suddenly became a episode of Law and Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, like, but as you said, this wasn't wanted, a good but horror I don't movie. Know how you pull it off. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, court cases, they can be dr- dramat- Dr- dramatic. 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 Yeah. Whatever the word is. They can be dramatic. But, yeah, yeah I don't think, I think the dramatic think part be scary. saying, yeah. Personally, I've enjoyed There's that new series out right now called Cruel Summer that Jessica Beale's helped producing that's kind of blown up on Freeform where it's about two girls who mm-hmm. one got kidnapped and she claims the other girl saw her and like didn't do anything and took over her life and all that. But the way they've done it is they go, it kind of goes throughout time. It was based off three years, 94, 95, 96. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes in and out from the court case that's going on in present day to the past. Is that one also loosely based on a true story? Yes. Yeah. yeah I um, so so I, I don't know. I think they could have done it off, like go start off with the court case and kind of gone in and out with it. Like the past history, like what, like I think that could have been interesting. It could have been done, I think, if they want yeah. to take that risk. But I think you're right. They want to focus more on a horror than a crime. But I did go down that rabbit hole where I was like, I'm intrigued. What happened in this court case? Mm-hmm. Like how did... You could probably look it up. Oh, we did. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the fact that, like, in real life, this guy didn't get death. No, he only got five years for manslaughter. Yeah, it's almost an insanity plea, essentially. Mm -hmm. I'm just surprised he actually, like, honestly got away with it. With being possessed, like... I mean, yeah. Well, five years is nothing. I wouldn't say got away with it because, like, clearly they didn't uphold it in that testimony in court, but it did likely impact sentencing. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I am underqualified to speak on these matters. Uh, next time we will have Shelby guest star, my friend who's the lawyer. You um, cannot promise that. <laughs> no. We, but yeah, like, it's, I really liked, oh, did we already say that there are definitely going to be spoilers? 
Yes. You didn't, but there's definitely... A, you you did, you did. Oh, yeah, did I? There's I, definitely I thought... stores. Again, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I liked the beginning. They just came out strong. It was like, we didn't lead into anything. Yeah. Not like that. And Amelia was like, little boy, fucking possessed. Stab dads in leg with glass. We're going to just have a whole heart attack and just... Like, they did not ease you into this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. I was like, damn. I thought it was a weird thing to make Ed Warren uh, have a heart attack. Like, I don't feel, so like, was it, I don't feel like it added a ton to the story. Yeah, that's uh, was something in question that I I've been looking into beforehand, and I couldn't remember what happened. So I pulled up the article again. Mm-hmm. I liked it because it made him more human. Like yeah, I'm but it sorry didn't really if add free, anything. Like, no, but something you could have easily. It's been because in the first movie, their daughter is like what eight, mm-hmm. and now she's like in her early twenties. So obviously, it shows they're older. I mean, like yeah. obviously Hollywood has made them what like do, they're older. What I do like is that it does like say, oh, there are repercussions. Yeah, I mean, literally, if I'm like, what? <laughs> we're keeping you up? I, I am wore out. If so. we're an old, if I was an older man who's been like running around all my life fighting demons, and all of a sudden I have like this very strong, small demon child tack me to the ground, like in ha- like on my chest, I feel like the heart attack is like more than likely to happen well, at some point. The, the, uh, I think the thing was, it was not that he had a heart attack due to struggle. I think that thing like gave him a heart attack. Yeah. It's supposed to be its power. It was a heart attack. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't get that. Well, that's, that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> that is the written thing that it's supposed to be. That's fine. That's not... Because the line is, I'll rip out your heart, old man. Yeah, but still not what... I, I get that. I get that. But because we know with, in the real life, yeah. these things probably didn't, like, yes. go down that way, and he probably did actually have a heart attack. Uh, I'd be curious about... Oh, did he not? No. Okay. He, he did so in that was... 2001, but he, he didn't then. Oh, well... Are they still alive? The uh, wife, Lorraine. I think Lorraine is. Or she uh, was... Oh, he passed away in 2006, sorry. Yeah. I think passed away on August 23rd, 2006. Lorraine, maybe Devish, who did a whole like thing recently. No, Lor- she's still kicking. Lorraine's alive. She's 79, still kicking. Yeah. Um, I loved a lot of the set design in this. I'm trying to think, ooh, circling back to our Lord of the Rings talk, I think the old deacon was uh, Lord of the Rings guy, I think. You might be right. You are correct. He, yeah, was, he was um, Denethor, the. Right? No, um, he was Boromir and Formir's dad. Denethor. Oh, that was his name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just know him as the uh, steward of Gondor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That was him. Yeah. yeah. He. Uh, I'm glad to Very see cool. he wasn't eating a tomato in this because oh, that is God, that's God. the most graphic scene in all of Lord of the Rings. Oh, it really is though. <laughs> I I don't know how I missed that. I did not put that together. Mm-hmm. You're missing the long uh-huh. hair, you know, and also being on fire. Yeah, honestly, you really I like. I think somebody. I think I've heard that, and that's the only reason I got it. Ah, so okay. I can't real. I don't think I can claim that I spotted it. No, no, no I can claim it. <laughs> I thought you meant. No one here to say you didn't. Um, but yet, like his role in it, I loved that scene where you thought that he was going to have that standoff with his daughter. He just gets murked immediately. Yeah, that can the yeah. Cof- costume design for the antagonist in this was pretty good. Perfect. Yeah. I was pretty impressed, honestly. I, mean, I don't know how else to describe it besides calling it just a cultist garb. Yeah. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. I mean, I mean you've seen the movie, but... It fits to a T. Like, mm-hmm. that is... Oh, there's a team cultist. Ah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Ah. Oh, um, we're professionals, folks. Absolutely. Um, I Yeah, I was definitely... I'm happy that they've gotten better with their costuming and stuff like that after... I think... This universe is connected to uh, 
shit. I can't remember the movie now. Insidious? Insidious. Yeah, no, no, no. This is, not, this is not connected to... It's not? No. Uh, really? Aren't, they, aren't Ed and Lorraine in it? No. Uh, Ed is in it, but not as Ed. Oh. Yeah. So Patrick Wilson just showed Pat, up. Yeah, yeah, Patrick Wilson, yeah, Patrick Wilson is in it. Um, That's, that was confusing to me. Yes. Well, you know what? Hey, I'm glad he's in movies well, where they have better costumes. And it's interesting. I was listening to an interview with the director, and Insidious... Uh, has a or with uh, Patrick Wilson, not the uh, director, and Patrick Wilson was saying that they have much better connection with kids within City or like younger teens, mm-hmm. uh, in the young adult crowd with Insidious, which is a little bit more fantastical, and the adult crowd gets uh, way more response for The Conjuring, which is a slightly more adult take on a very <laughs> similar mm-hmm. style of horror. Yeah, yeah, okay, I, I will say like the second one definitely was the scariest out of the three. Mm-hmm. But I would say the third one's the most engaging. I'm not going to watch another scary movie until my kitchen's done because, quite frankly, it looks like a murder room. That's fair. Okay. And it freaks me out. Wait, you have a murder room too? <laughs> Mine's in a room that doesn't have a door that I can lock it up. Yeah, you're <laughs> a room that's not supposed to be the murder room. Yeah. If you don't have a murder room, you're just obviously not on trend these days. Everyone deserves a murder room. Ask Dexter. Which isn't that coming back to... Yes, I'm actually excited about that. We give him a better ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, love the series till we get to the ending. Then it's trash. But that's not what I'm talking about today. Never have finished that, by the way. I got to the se- to the season where it was apparently not great, and just were like, just, like not I'm going to jump ship while people say it's still good. Fair. Yeah, probably smart. And it's a really good series. I enjoyed it at least. Yeah. Um, um, I also didn't watch all the way through. <laughs> we got any more conjuring thoughts? Um,. I mean, yeah, like, I can definitely go into more detail with that. I did like our young actors. Yes. Um, I thought he did a great job. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he's a smart kid. He is given the holy water, and he's like, I'm going to make a circle. He pulled a Winchester. He's like, I'm going to have a demon circle. Yes. Holy water. The only problem is that did shit for him. But at least, like, I don't he know, tried. for a teenage kid, it. that's yeah. pretty, like, smart. You know. And obviously, he must really love that girl to be like, yes, I will take the demon out of the little brother and... and I also the waterbed scene did freak me out. I'm yeah, like, fuck a waterbed. The eighties, seventies, and eighties. Why? Why waterbeds? Why? I feel like they have to pee all the time. I'm like, what? Trying to like, you know, have coitus on there, you well, know? I, think, I feel like that would just I be a never, shit I show. I think the motion of the ocean thing is part of why. I was never going to But I feel like it would only go like one position with that. I feel like if you try to get more creative with it, you would yeah, just it's, like it's all about the... seasick over the side of the bed. Well, but you know when snapping he, ankles. he's just laying on this bed and the face comes up through the thing. I wasn't a fan of that. No, I, I don't like horror movies. I'll just throw that out there now. Not a fan. <laughs> Did you watch it by yourself? Yeah. In the daytime. Absolutely. In the daytime. Yeah. Okay. Well, I made someone come over and watch it with me because I I was supposed to watch it originally with Gibby and my roommate, and again I was and at the rent fair all day. I fell asleep. I gotta stop watching it late at night when I've been out doing things all day. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I did rewatch. I did rewatch it though, and I made someone come over to watch it with me. You can't make me rewatch it. I don't care if it wasn't that scary. <laughs> I, I, not a fan. Didn't do it for you. No. I actually yeah. remember in high school we made you watch a paranormal activity at Ashley Gent. No, not Ashley Gentry's. Whose house were we at? I don't remember. But yes. Wasn't your house? No, it was Grace Farley's house. We watched paranormal activity, and you were not a fan. No. Third paranormal activity actually was probably the freakiest one of those. See, yeah. for me it was the second, the demon bride child. The the third. One is the one with the cultist, right? Yeah, where it's set with yeah. the parents as kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the second. The demon bride child in the cult. No, that's no, the third the one. No, the second is oh. the 
sister. The, yeah, the second one's the sister. And her kids. And it's still, oh, still then the third one. Yes, it's the yeah. third one. That that one freaks me out. Yeah. Also, shitty-ass grandma. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that, that is not a grandma that bakes you cookies that you want to go see. Well, it does, but you don't like what's laced in the cookies. No. But I'll never forget. <laughs> There's the one scene that gets me, and it's when the sisters chase, the older sister chasing the little sister, and the older sister just runs into nothing. Oh, And then just yeah. slowly looks up, and then something out of nowhere just grabs her hair yeah. and throws her. I know we're supposed to be with the conjuring, but mm-hmm. oh. Um, yeah. I, what kills me though about the contract doesn't kill me, but it like, cracks me up. Is the guy who plays Ed Warren also plays Raoul in Femme of the Opera? It was our main love interest in Heartthrob, and I love Femme of the Opera, and I had the biggest uh, crush on him as a kid. Did you see it? No. Is it Patrick Wilson? Ed Warren, the guy who plays the one? Yeah, that's Patrick Wilson. Um, He's also uh, Aquaman's brother. Yes, but yes. I. Okay. Also, uh, Returning for Aquaman. Two too. types yeah. of people here the Marvel and the musical theaters. Uh, yeah, I was also going to say he's in Watchmen. <laughs> Uh, I know. Guy. I knew he's done a bunch of other things. But for I will me, not watch my impression. Baz Luhrmann project. I wrote it on the wall a hundred times. He's also Owen Wilson's brother. Yes. Yeah. Full, full circle. Full circle back to Loki. Wait, is he? Pretty sure. No, I think that's a different cousin. Guy. Am I thinking someone different? I think you're thinking Greg Olson. Wilson. Hold is on. it Greg Wilson? There, there's a guy from. I might have that wrong. Um, wait, Patrick Wilson. Wait a minute. Wait a is minute. it Patrick Wilson? Starts having Ed like an idiot. <laughs> oh, this makes real good radio, guys. Absolutely. We are killing it right now. Uh, am I thinking Luke Wilson? I uh, yeah, I think you're thinking Luke Wilson. Brothers uh, in Hollywood. Paul Wilson is, is Patrick Wilson. Yeah, it's yeah. Luke so Wilson it's not, is yeah. Owen Wilson's brother. That's There's two new Wilsons. It's a common name. Um, my bad. No, for I. You like I almost immediately thought the exact same thing, and I was like, "Wait a second! I don't think that's the case." Yeah. No. Um, but I do really, I did really enjoy uh, Rory O'Connor. He's an Irish actor who played our main boy Arnie throughout this, and I know him from he play, he stars as Henry Tudor right now on The Spanish Queen. Hmm. Um. So I I do enjoy him. I did thought I did a really good job of going in and out in between. And then of course, Julian Hillard, who played our little possessed demon boy David. I got a thing for the little boys with the really big glasses who are like really like just a little dorky. He was in WandaVision actually. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay. And the haunting at Hill House. That's where I'm not gonna throw shade at Patrick Wilson. What? But tell me how to pronounce that name of his wife. Oh yeah, right. Oh. Dagmara. Dagmara Dominski. Yeah, that is a lot of consonants next to each other, and I will be offensive if I try and pronounce it. But that's where it it comes from. Going back to the hunting, or through uh, The Conjuring, Julian Hillard, who played the little busy demon boy, plays Luke Crane in the first season of Haunting a Hill House. Mm Mm-hmm. I I didn't I I was wondering I was like why do I think he's so cute with thick glasses? Have I seen this before? Look at him sitting in the bathtub with a scary hand. That, that part that yeah. part I did not enjoy because he's sitting in the bathtub and he got the rings around the bathtub and then you and you don't fully notice it until it starts moving and you realize it's not rings it's mm-hmm. a hand on top. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> oh yes, oh. that was hot. This is why I have a glass shower door. <laughs> I know it's coming in and out. Ooh. It's also so my cats can see right at all times. <laughs> Because as we now have realized, they are needy little bitches. Yes. But for anyone who got a pet during COVID, you understand. Um, I pretty much have nothing less left to add on Conjuring Talk. 
Yeah. I will say the second one I enjoyed more. Mm -hmm. And mainly just because, you know, little demon girl or little girl possessed by demon has a creepy ass fucking it it was more of the scary throughout it. It was mainly focused on them. Like that's what we're here. That's what we're here for, right guys? I'm not here for it. I know, but those of you I think we're gonna have a big disparity in rating on this one. Oh yeah. That's fair. I I thought it was fine. I I don't like scary. That's just me. Yeah. My, the best way I handle scary is I make jokes during movies. Yeah. Yes. And I am terrible to watch any I scary movie. I am the same way. My three I best friends during college, we all thrived on scary movies. We just loved them. Went to them all the time. I went like a 95% in Insidious with the jump scares. Like there's that hand that comes out of the drawer. And I flat out go like, like man, they're going to have like a hand come out of the drawer. Like I distinctly remember because I was with my sister and a neighborhood friend of ours. And then the hand came out of the drawer. I was like... I gotta go get a lottery ticket. <laughs> that was so unexpected. Like, yeah. I was say, I didn't enjoy any horror movie that does have more of the paranormal jump scare. What I don't enjoy are the uh, gore porn movies, like Saws. I can't, I can't watch those. Those I'm not about. Human Centipede, no. But anything with like the spooky ghost, Blair Witch, stuff like that, I'm here for. Have I seen all three? Why? Deep self loathing. But, you know what? I can At least you're honest. At least you're honest. Dark you watched terrible, terrible, terrible movies. Scar movies. Yep. I have seen so many. <laughs> I have cats. Fair. Uh, what's your score for it, Kate? I'm going to give it an 82. Like, it was solid for what it was. Okay. And in that category. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, is it the best movie that ever came out? No. Is it the best movie of this year? God, no. But for a horror <laughs> film that came out when it did and what it did with it, I was like, yeah, no, it was enjoyable. Cute. Um, sorry. What'd you say you gave 82. it? 82. 82. Oh, wait, wait. Let me rephrase it. Um, I'm going to give it 82 cultist daughters defying their uh, religious fathers. I'll give it uh, 69 water beds. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, actually, I am a little surprised. I thought you were going to be the lowest rating. I'm going to give it a 64. Ah, okay. Well, I did it for a meme. <laughs> I'm going to give it 64 of those creepy-ass altar, ox altar things. No, that's fair. Because... Mm. Uh, the reason I'm docking a lot of points around it, because while I do think it's a good movie, if it's trying to be a horror movie, it does a bad job of being a horror movie. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. And so that's why I'm giving like... I think they're trying to get more, like, with the trial and everything, yeah. less of a horror and more of a just... Which, to me, makes it feel disjointed and not yeah. a terribly cohesive movie. It's and a it's little like, like they didn't know what they what, wanted to be. Exactly. Took the words out of my mouth. Sorry. No, no, I mean, like, that is a perfect way to put it, because I was going to probably go on a diatribe that was not as concise. Okay. Okay. So what are we watching next week? Um, Army of the Dead, because SEO. Yes. Well, I... is there SEO now? Uh, better than anything else, unless we want to do In the Heights, and I don't want to do In the Heights, because I hate musicals. That's fair. Uh, I'll side with you on this. Army of the Dead is in. <laughs> we won't be doing another musical for a while. Sad. <laughs> well, <laughs> So. Romeo and Juliet was just tough. Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, we'll catch you next time. Oh, before we go, there were no vo- new voicemails this week. The number is... Q, I think you can get to the sheet. Oh, I sure can get to the sheet quicker. 707-682-9310. Suck it. <laughs> I was there! And we are brought to you by uh, Chaley Freelance and Ghostwriting at chaleyfeist.com 
C-A-E-L-I-F-A-I-S-S-T.com. You can find us on Twitter at HPR Show. And a special thanks to our guest star, Binks, for making his vocal uh, noises known. Just being loud. (laughs) All right. We will catch you guys next time. Stay safe out there. Autobots, roll out. Bye.